Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hi, this is Martin Casals, a.k.a. Marty the Moth from Lucha Underground, and you're watching the Oversell Podcast. It is episode 126. We're looking back at the greatest Royal Rumble. Got some questions on Twitter from you, our listeners. And I guess we'll talk about Backlash. This is the Oversell Podcast! Your politics bore me. Your demeanor is that of a pouty child. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell <laughs> Podcast. My name is Derek, not Thanos. I am Mike. And we're here to talk a little professional wrestling and uh, the biggest movie opening weekend ever happened this weekend with, a, with starring a professional wrestler or former professional wrestler since the WWE doesn't want to return his calls about coming back. Yeah, apparently. Um, Dave Batista. Uh, part of Avengers Infinity War, and holy shit. The biggest movie ever. I mean, that movie was just fucking amazing. <laughs> and there will be spoilers, yes. <laughs> so if you haven't so, seen it yet. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Alright, uh, you. we'll probably talk about this for, I would say, if you were if you fast forward, if you don't want any Infinity War spoilers, it, you can uh, fast forward probably 5-10 minutes. Probably closer to 10. Probably closer to 10. <laughs> and we're going to start talking about Infinity Wars in 3, 2, 1. Oh my God, that fucking ending of that movie. I mean... I'm, you know, I'm glad they included that. Because, I mean, that was straight from the comics. Yeah. Um, let's talk about everything in between. You know, I think... Uh, each person in, in the MCU... Got a fair amount of screen time. Yeah. Uh, I love the opening of it. I mean, it just started with ruckus and yeah. death. It, I mean, Hulk gets fucked up by Thanos to where... He's scared for the rest of the movie. Yeah, it, yeah and that's, uh, you know, he got, he, uh, and, uh, yeah, he, uh, he, he would not come out again and... It's just crazy seeing the Hulk scared because at first he he got a couple of licks in on Thanos oh, yeah. and then, of course, Thanos being the titan that he is, did not like it. Uh, the return of Captain America to the Avengers and Romanov and all those um, was done brilliantly. Um, it's going to interesting to see because I think Ant-Man and the Wasps come out in June. Right. It's going to be interesting. Or actually, I think, it, I think it's July. It's like the first weekend in July, I think. So I'm going to guess that probably at the end of that movie, we'll see some repercussions in that movie from the... Hopefully. Uh, I but I, so. I read that it technically happens before Infinity War. Okay. Like, chronologically, like, right before. Okay. Then So then the after credit scene may be something that involves... Could be. Um, when it got... When everyone re rallies in Wakanda and all the battles are starting up there... Uh, and this is not exaggeration. I started getting goosebumps up and down my yeah. arms. I moved to the edge of my seat. I was like, <laughs> "This is this is getting fucking epic. This battle is going to be awesome." From the chance the chance of all the Wakandans just seeing Captain America and all them run just running head yeah. first in battle. And sorry, Shaggy, Black Panther was kicking <laughs> a lot of ass. Yeah, I'd love to talk to Shaggy and find out what his his hatred for Black Panther is. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, he has a weird work schedule, so we'd have to record late one night to yeah. get him. But uh, he's always welcome to come on this show, and he can tweet us at Oversell Podcast at Derek Oversell at Wolf Mike Twenty Three to let us know 
What, what, I would love to dig into the psyche <laughs> that is why Shaggy hates, as he calls him, African Catman. Yeah. Um, so many subplots to Doctor Strange uh, getting sucked out into space and Peter Parker and Tony Stark going to help him. And Tony, or the new Spider Man suit, that gave me a little bit of a chill, too. Yeah, That's the a, Iron Spider. That yeah. was badass. Um, the new Iron Man suit that was all nanotechnology. Yeah. That was awesome. That was awesome. Uh, I liked how they things that they showed in the trailer didn't happen in the movie. Like yeah. it was just kind of teasers of, you know, this is kind of what to expect, but I mean like the big scene that ended the trailer where they're in Wakanda obviously all like it looks like they're running through the jungle out and you see Hulk and, you know, everybody at once. That scene never happened cuz yep. cuz Hulk Never showed up. A little bit of misdirection there, which is good. Yeah. And we got to see the Hulkbuster armor again, though. And, and something else that was that they changed from the trailer to the movie. You know, the big scene where Thanos has his hand down on Captain America, and you know he's just struggling. In the trailer, he only has two Infinity Stones, but at that yeah, point in the movie, he had all six. Yeah, or he had five. He had five of them at that point. Um, what other? What else? Um. I mean, there's tons of stuff that happened in that movie. Thor got a new hammer. Yeah, uh, Stormbringer axe hammer what, thing. What's it, Stormbringer or yeah, something like Stormbreaker, that. Yeah. Stormbreaker. Yeah. Um, Stormbreaker. And that actually, I've got a little thought about that. Um, the hammer Stormbreaker was Groot's arm, which means Groot. You know, it's. I wonder if that affects the hammer with Groot. Groot. Right. Disintegrating at the end with tons of other characters. If something, if that affects the hammer at all, I don't know. It's an interesting since I mean, since I mean, you know, he technically cut off his arm for that, and it it stayed. I don't know, but I mean, you you would think that you would think that yeah, that's what would happen. That it would just disintegrate, and you just have the head of the hammer or whatever. But I think that's probably one of those things that they're just gonna be like, uh, no, it it doesn't work like that. Yeah, you weren't supposed to think of it that way. Yeah, it was just a thought that crossed right. my mind. But Thor was like the MVP of the movie. Thor, oh man, when Thor brought it, dude, that yeah. was awesome. When he joined the Battle of Wakanda and uh, Dr. Banner screened out, oh, you're really screwed now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I like I like the children of Thanos. thought they came across yeah. very well. They've had multiple names in the comics. Typically, they were the Black Order or Call Obsidian. Mm-hmm. Uh but they changed the big giant guy. They changed his name to Call Obsidian in the movie because in the comics he was Black Dwarf, mm-hmm. and apparently Disney didn't want people yelling out Black Dwarf during the Avengers movie. Okay, <laughs> well that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, something else I liked: Peter Dinklage was bigger than everyone else. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, he, he was a giant dwarf. Yeah, that's that's hilarious yeah. to me. Um, the character of Thanos was very well done. Ever, there was just nothing bad about this movie, really, at all. The story was fantastic. The effects were great. The battles were awesome. Um, and I really like how Iron Man and Captain America haven't met up yet. Like, they still haven't spoken since Civil War. Yeah, yeah. And they and, never had and, screen and going, time together. And they're going to have to now. Yeah. Whenever, however, Tony just gets back to Earth. Right. Because um, him and Nebula are still stuck on Titan right now. What did you think about the interactions between the Guardians and other characters? Well, I mean, you knew it was going to be comedic. Right. You knew that. And, I mean, it started out that way as soon as their first scene on there and you hear Groot, I am Groot, and apparently he said something very rude. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even Drax looked over in shock. Yeah, and um, Thor could speak Groot. Yeah, because um, it's an elective at the uh, at, at, at an academy <laughs> right. at Asgard, and Batista was hilarious as always. I was hoping for a little less comedy from Drax and more just just ass whipping. Right now he got he got some good licks in on Thanos during that fight, and the ego of Chris Pratt, Star Lord, or, or actually yeah. the impulsiveness and his him not controlling the emotions. Was very well done. Uh, him losing it when he found out 
Gamora was killed. Yeah. Um, what it now? Here's and have you heard about that? Uh-uh. How all of the the hate tweets that Chris Pratt has been getting to like his Twitter and Instagram are they hating on Star Lord th- to Chris Pratt? Yeah, but I mean they're 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 hating you know him for it. They're like most of them make it seem like it's him who did it, and they're, they're like I can't believe it. Spidey was so close. You ruined it. You killed everybody. It's all your fault. I mean just thousands of these, and I'm sure he's relishing each oh, yeah. tweet. Um, the emotions of Thanos. Having to throw Gamora to sacrifice Gamora, something he loved for the Soul Stone. Right. Uh, very well done. Um, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that uh, someone like Thanos showing emotion to that level. And as soon as I saw he was crying, I was like, "Fuck, this is going to be it for Gamora." <laughs> yeah. And what's different between her death and everyone else's? Her death, she they won't be. I don't think. She can't come back. To life. Well, that's, that's the final scene. You're led to believe that that's young her. Well, you know, talking to him. Well, but all the other characters, I think, were became one with the Soul Stone. She was killed for the Soul Stone, and she didn't fade away. Do you see what I'm trying to say there? Right. So that's why I think her de- he, she won't be coming back from see, death. I think she will because I think. I think it's on the same lines as being with the Soul Stone because, you know, the whole question is, you know, sacrificing someone that you love to get what you want. Is that really love? Yeah, that's a good point. Because Peter couldn't make the sacrifice. Not Peter. um, uh, Star-Lord. Right. What? What? His name is Peter, too. Peter Quill. Yeah. Okay. Peter Quill, Peter Parker. I didn't yeah. realize there are two Peters <laughs> in, in the Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy. Pretty yeah. crazy, huh? Um, but the uh, the reappearance of uh, Red Skull. That was cool. Really like it. I like that he... I, you know, and before this movie, I was actually watching... Um, now on Sci-Fi, they're showing like Captain America, the first Avengers, so they're starting to show yeah. those so MCU movies. I've seen it over here a couple times while we've been recording. Yep. <laughs> and um, I was thinking to myself, like, man, Red Skull, you were right. We talked about this on the yeah. podcast. I thought he was dead. You're like, no, he got transported out into space somewhere. Now yeah. he was a, a what a guardian of the soul of, of yeah. a stone. Which was weird. I mean, I wish we could get a little more backstory on that and what they happened. Got, cause... They got plenty of movies to do it. Yeah. Um, now that he is no longer, um, no longer guarding the Soul Stone, maybe he can go after it. Start try to start collecting. Stones. But did you know that it was not Hugo Weaving? It, it seemed like it was CGI. It was very well done. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't even Hugo Weaving's voice. Like oh. he, it wasn't him at all. Oh, okay. Wow. I can't remember the guy's name. He's currently on Walking Dead right now, but he's. It's not Negan, is it? No. Okay. No. That's the only guy. I know. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Like so a, a more minor character. So in the end, uh, half the universe is destroyed. Yeah, half the or ha- half the half of life. Yep, is taken. Yep. Uh, so characters that some of the characters that were taken shocked the shit out of me. Oh yeah, the fact that they got out of this movie with spoiler alert. If you're still listening, we're still talking. <laughs> still talking. So uh, maybe three or four more minutes. Captain America survived the movie. Which I really thought he was dead when he took that punch. Me too. In the comics, that's what took to kill him. Thanos backhanded him in the comics, and he died. Uh, Iron Man is still alive. Yep. Those I thought those two were done making these movies. I thought this was going to be the swan song of those two characters. Uh, And then I thought also thought Bucky was going to be the new Captain America. Yeah. But he faded away in the end. Um, I'm gonna end the two shocking ones that, that Peter Parker. Yeah. And Black Panther. And Black Panther. Yep. Yep. Um, Which it it sucks because, I mean, it went both ways. It it was it was shocking and it was surprising because going into it, you you had an idea of okay, who definitely was going to survive. Yeah, and I was and completely wrong on everything. It, it was great being shocked that way, but then again, it's also a spoiler because you know these characters have more movies coming out, right? And they're not going to be like prequels. So they have to be. They have to come like, back. We know Guardians of the Galaxy has a volume three coming out, right? And all of but what one of the Guardians, Nebula, I don't is she considered a gal a Guardian? I think so. Okay, so two Guardians survived: Rocket and Nebula. Yeah. Uh, who else survived? Uh, we said Captain America, uh, Iron Man, 
Rocket, Gamora. No, Gamora died. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Nebula. Nebula. Uh, Thor. Thor, Black Widow. Uh, yeah, the Black Widow, you know. That's another one that shocked me. Um, I think that's... Uh, Doctor Strange is gone. Yeah, Doctor Strange is gone. That's another one that shot. Now, War Machine survived. Yeah. Now, here's an interesting thought. Uh, Doctor Strange looked into the, all the possibilities of what could have happened through the time stone and only one. Yeah. Was it? So, was this that was this a repercussion of that one? I think for this Thanos t- I think this is the one because, you know, his last words were it had it, to happen. It had to happen this way. Yep. So, it's going to be interesting to see where they go. Yeah. Um Deadpool 2 comes out next month. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it comes out this month, yeah. In a couple of weeks, actually, I think. Uh, this is the first time we are going to get cable on the big screen. And, Mike, you've known and, me. And several of the X-Force yeah. characters. Mike, you've known me for over, what, 16 years now? A long time. 18 years. 18 years. Who's my favorite comic book character? Uh, by you, this conversation, I'm saying Cable. You know, you've known that. Come on, we've had we've had this discussion. Yeah, I am. Cable is my all time favorite comic book guy. Um, and the trailers for Double Two look great. And I love the, the one dude that's like not a superhero at all. It's like okay, you're in. The next scene, you just see him skydiving. Yeah. <laughs> um, something else that I don't have. You seen any of the newest trailers for Deadpool? Yeah. The X Force trailer. Do you see who else was in it? Oh, Domino is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shatterstar apparently. That, and uh, yeah, if they don't do the sword right, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh yeah, it's got to be the two, the, the, like the double sword. Yeah, dude. Um, they had a trailer. They released a video today, and it was Celine Dion singing a song, <laughs> and, it, and it was hilarious. And at the end, Deadpool's like, "You're at an 11, and I need you at about a five, five and a half. She's like, "I always go. This always goes to eleven. So. Hilarious. I saw that on Twitter today. Um, saw the Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer. Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, I really, I think I really like and the ki- the bad guy character in this one looks Ghost. incredible. Yeah, Ghost. So, and Michelle Pfeiffer is going to be in this one. Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, um, the uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Yep, is going to be in it. Um, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And something else uh, about Infinity War, uh, the post credit scene. Yes, Captain Marvel. Yeah, that was a that was a shock there watching Maria Hill and uh, Fury. Yeah, and and man, yeah, that those two really I, Hill. I understand. I could understand right. her, but Fury. Wow. Yeah. Ballsy. But he got the message to to Captain Marvel. Um, and it's I think her movie is going to be set in the nineties. Yeah, it comes out in March. And she was abducted by the Kree mm-hmm. and performed. They performed experiments, and that's how she got her superpower. Right, that's how she it got was, superpowers. Well, it was something that was. I know one of the versions. I don't know how many versions of it because you know the comics change right. every so often. Right, uh, and they kind of take their own way with some of these right. characters too. Uh, the one I read about though, uh, there was another Captain Marvel. He was Marvel, mm-hmm. and there was a big battle or something, a big explosion, and he shielded her from it with the radiation that was you know, taking over mm-hmm. and the radiation kind of pushed some of his powers into her mm-hmm. and that's how she got, okay. you know, the gonna, Marvel powers. It's going to be pre- played by Brie Larson. Yeah. She's going to be Captain Marvel. Um, and it's going to be interesting. It's so it's going to be before Infinity War. So it's an origin story. Right. And God knows people are going to hate on it because that people love to hate on origin story. Let me add, I know it's not like one of the big best movies in MCU, but... Did you think Captain America: The First Avenger was a bad movie? Not at all. Okay, I, I agree. I, I love. I, w- I was surprised with that movie. Like I was going into that movie thinking you were going in because you had the the I had the nineteen eighty nine in my head the nineteen eighty nine ninety Captain America. Movie. Well, no, I just I just had the whole okay. It's it's supposed to be a part of this new because at the time it was new this new MCU. But it's going back to like World War Two, and I mean, I knew the story of how he was frozen and he came back and all, but I was like, I, Captain America just didn't seem like that was going to be one of the big characters that would work, you know, movie wise. But I was and thoroughly it, impressed and surprised. And it, if you look at the Captain America movies, Winter Soldier, well, actually, Winter Soldier is now second in the MCU to Infinity War to me because. It, Winter Soldier was like the pin ultimate 
Oh yeah, uh, MCU movie because of the story that was getting it with, with the sh- that was when um, Shield fell. Yeah, the it was infiltrated by Hydra, and the story behind that, and like the moment you realize that's what happened, like holy sh! It changed the entire yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, so, um, but it's going to be interesting to see where they go. I really like the movie. And we actually are at now 20 minutes, so probably need to move on to <laughs> yeah, some wrestling. I, I knew it would but, go away because, um, I mean, it was it, this is it go- was amazing. This it, is- have you seen the, uh, have you gone to the site to see if uh, you survived Infinity War? No. I, the site, it's like. I'll have to do it when we get done. Well, we take a break here. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's something simple like, I think it's didthanoskill.me. And all it does is when you go to it, when it. When it pops up, it tells you if you survive, if you were spared, or if he killed you. I'm sure I would gotten killed. That's my luck. I mean, there's like no trivia or oh. quiz to it. I mean, it just pops up, and that's what it says. I'm going to ask you this: um, You're not really in a, and I mean this in the nicest way. You don't you don't show sad emotions, right? When Peter Parker said to Tony Stark, "I don't want to go. I don't want to go." Did you tear up at all? No, I didn't tear up. Did you get sad? As soon as he started mentioning, I mean, yeah, it was sad, and but most of it was shocked because you know, like, like I said, in my mind, I was like, okay, this is one guy that we know is going to survive, but I'm not, I'm not going to lie, and it hit me hard. It hit, oh yeah, that one, it hit that a one lot hit of people. Me, yeah, that one really hit me hard. Yeah, the, the fact that I don't want to go, I don't want to go, yeah. Mister Stark. And what made his worse than everybody else's is his spidey sense let him know before it happened. Mm-hmm. So he had an extra few seconds to actually mm-hmm. realize what was going on. Mm-hmm. And you know that that absolutely destroyed Tony Stark. Yep. yep. And that was done so well. Cause, and they said that uh, the actor, Tom Holland, he improvised that whole thing. Nice. None of that was scripted. He just went with it by himself. And they were like, okay, yeah, that's the final cut. Um, so this is going to lead into a little... We'll start getting into more of a wrestling discussion now. Apparently... Uh, Batista wanted to come back to the WWE. Yep. He uh, wants one final run. People, uh, the um, officials in WWE. The powers that some be. Pe- some people, I know Vince doesn't know what's going on in the outside world outside of the WWE, but there are people in there that do. And the fact that Batista wanted to come back before this movie was released, they could have had tons and tons of chances to, for promotional activity, <coughs> to tie in this movie to oh, yeah. bring back Batista, just you know, at rest he could have had a match at WrestleMania, he could have done something at the Greatest Royal Rumble, yep, um, or something like that, or back, you know, they missed out on a huge opportunity, six hundred and forty point nine million dollars opening weekend, yeah. And the WWE missed out big time by not having Batista come back, in my opinion. Oh, Especially, absolutely. Batista is one of those guys, and like for a while there, I, I was kind of lukewarm at times on Batista. Sometimes he was just aw- most When he was a face, that was when I was least interested in Batista because he was so good as a heel. Yeah. Um, the stuff he did with Rey Mysterio when he was a heel, that was awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, that return when he tried to come back as a face, eh, no. Yeah. Um, and and that was bad timing. Yeah, and even he said he shouldn't have won. The, he said he shouldn't have won that rumble. No. I think. Um, so WWE missed out on a huge chance for promotional and come see WWE superstar Batista in the biggest movie of all fucking yeah. time. You know, and they could have put that on a poster. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but just because they wouldn't return his calls anymore, which I ha- you have to wonder. We all know. So, not to get too political, we know the McMahons are tied to Trump. That's yeah. common knowledge. And whether you like it, I don't care if you like Trump, I don't care if you hate Trump. That's not what this podcast is all about. Never will be. Um, I don't care if you like Batista where he sits on politics. I don't care if you don't like. I, I'm not trying to bring... But you have to wonder if the McMahons being who they are, knowing the political thoughts and ideas that Batista has, if something like that happened you never know uh, more than likely that's it he probably uh, he's probably sent some anti-trump treats or uh, tweets <laughs> or something like that and vince didn't like it and, um but he's tracks what are you gonna do well i mean he's he's starting to become a huge movie superstar yeah and you have to capitalize on that they did it with the rock 
they did it with Stone Cold when he had some big major movies. Um, and Batista, it's a surprise that he is so big now. I mean, good. he has good range. He really I mean, does. the obviously getting into the Marvel movies was huge, but I mean, he's also been in James Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. Granted, he's done tons of movies that are like straight to video that you've never heard of. I think he was in like a newer version of the Kickboxer movie. Yeah, yeah, he was the uh, the um, uh, Man with the Iron Fist. He yeah. was bronze man, the bronze guy in that. Yeah, um, he was in a. He was in the Blade Runner sequel, and yeah. and at first the guy when he saw Batista, he didn't think he was going to be good for the character, and then he saw him act, he's like, okay, this guy sold me. Um, yeah, so just a huge missed opportunity. Um, so now update your wrestling trivia knowledge. Uh, what is the number one movie that involves a wrestler? It's going to be <laughs> Avengers: Infinity War. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, greatest Royal Rumble. <laughs> And, and currently, actually, uh, the top three movies right now all have wrestlers. In them. Top three, like grossing, box, like currently, yeah, at the office, box office. So, Avengers: Infinity War. Uh, I'm going to guess one of the Fast and the Furious films. No, I mean like currently, like in theaters. Oh, so you got Avengers: Infinity War. What else is out that involves? It? Oh, something with John Cena. Uh, well, you got Rampage. They just Rampage. came out with Rock. Okay. And then uh, Blockers, the comedy with John Cena, Cena in it. Okay. That's like the top three movies Pretty right crazy. now. But no one watches wrestling. Yeah. You know? um, Greatest Royal Rumble was this past weekend. It was a interesting card. It was very uh, roller coastery in that yeah. there were some really good moments and some really bad moments. That I still cr- don't understand the whole point of this pay-per-view. Uh, the, well, the Saudi government paid a lot of money to get these guys to come to their show. Yeah. To, to do the show there. But they <laughs> they didn't get who they wanted. Obviously, well, 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 two out of the three they wanted are dead. You know, they wanted they wanted Undertaker, Ultimate Warrior, and Yokozuna. Like, well, obviously, this Prince guy that wanted the show to come in doesn't realize that two of the three are dead. When that's I read why the, that's why the um, the, uh, the sumo, sumo yeah, was in. But it, as soon as I read that, the first thing I thought of was Euro Trip. I thought that Saudi Arabia is one of these countries to where they get everything from America late. So they were like, <laughs> Miami Weiss, number one new show. <laughs> number one new show. Stop. How much time? That was Boris the Blade from Snatch. Yeah. But I just, I couldn't believe that that's who they want. I mean, do they not right. watch the product anymore? I mean, um, surprised they didn't want Hogan. That Cruiserweight match, I really loved that match. That was a good match. Uh, really good. Seti Alexander is great as a champion right now. Who do you wrestle again? It was... Um, uh, damn it, if you hadn't asked me. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I, we were driving to Savannah, Georgia, so I was trying to watch it on my phone. I just hadn't had a chance to go back and watch it, but I, I do know that was a ma- badass match. Um, uh, Mahal and Jeff Hardy was a clinker. Uh, that huge botch. Oh. That was just horrible. Um, so, lot, so, not a lot of title changes. We did get new Raw Tag Team Champions. That was well done. But you kind of that one, you kind of knew. Um, you knew there was no chance that Sheamus and Cesaro, the bar, would oh, right. walk out as champions. Right. Uh, it was Kalisto. Kalisto, yeah. I couldn't remember his name. I was thinking Salida Del Sol, and, and I couldn't think of the name. Um, I like that Kalisto is really involved. He moved to the cruiserweight division. Right. It's been wonderful, and he's got he's going to be a future cruiserweight champion again. Um, you know, you hope for uh, Neville to come back soon. I saw a video on Facebook I came across, and it was when Neville jacked up his ankle against Jericho. And they oh yeah, quickly finished the match. So the Jericho went off on the the ref. Yeah, the ref didn't and know. They were fine. You know, they got fine after that. Um, John Cena and Triple H had to open the show. But I, that I was a good it. match. Yeah, yeah it's a good match. Triple H doesn't have bad matches. No, love or hate and, the guy. And you know the same for Cena. You don't really, Cena really doesn't have bad matches, regardless of you know five moves of Doom or whatever. I mean his his matches always deliver, no matter who he's against. Yeah, yeah, he's all right. He's all right. That John Cena, Bray Wyatt, Matt Hardy won. Jeff Hardy defeated Jinder Mahal in that clinker. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers. Now some of these I didn't get to see. How was the Bludgeon Brothers match? Was it quick? I would imagine. It was a fairly short match, but I think it went longer than it should have. I think they should still push the Bludgeon Brothers as just complete monsters. And I mean, it should be at a point right now to where, you know, it doesn't matter that the Usos held the titles for so long. I really think to get the Bludgeon Brothers over, 
you know, it should be two, maybe three minute squash matches. But I mean, this one went a decent amount of time, but it wasn't, you know, a long match by any stretch of the imagination. Whenever the bar goes, starts going after Bludgeon Brothers, that should be a longer match. Yeah. the bar should be. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Seth Rollins kept his IC title. That was great. Lot, was a great. It's great good to have, match. I'm so happy Samoa Joe's back. And the, the, these four guys are four of the top guys in WWE right now. You've yeah. got the Miz, who's just killing it wherever he goes. Miz hasn't had a bad match in a long time. He has, he hasn't had a bad on screen appearance. Right, he, everything in he does three solid four goal. years, and it's it's amazing because <laughs> this is the guy that was not allowed to dress in the dressing rooms for yep. a long time, and now he's probably a locker room leader. Yeah, you know people probably look up to him from what he's done. Um, what do you think of the double countout for AJ and Nakamura? It's kind of disappointed in that, but I can I understand why they did it. Because, I mean, everybody thought that Nakamura was going to win the title at WrestleMania. And he didn't. And then, I, I really think they did this to, to kind of protect Nakamura. I mean, I'm sure, I think they've got one more title shot here at Backlash. And we'll see how that goes. But, I can understand. I mean, yeah, it, it upset some people that there wasn't a definitive, uh, you know, definitive decision. But, it, it kind of saved both of them for now. Uh, Taker defeated Rusev. Kind of new. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, everybody was worried about Aiden English because when he took the uh the tombstone, his head bounced off the mat. Ooh, yeah. But I mean, it was like a bounce. Like he took the tombstone, and then like it's not like it was the initial impact of the tombstone that did it. It's after right after the tombstone like landed on his knees, then his head kind of dropped down and hit it, and everybody got scared, but he was fine. Uh, Brock Lesnar is still. Your universal champion. That shocked the shit out of me. Well, now there's talk that there's only like 50-something days until he beats CM Punk's record. WWE's going to be petty. He's going to hold on to it. And he's not. And what's funny is he's not going to defend his title. He probably won't days. defend it for another 50 days. Yeah, because uh, he's not defending it backlash, right? No. <laughs> another pay-per-view and universal champion. Awesome. Um, Braun Strowman won the greatest Royal Rumble. He eliminated Big Cass. And... At first, I thought the Titus thing was funny, but it's. I bet you that was that was. A, we all got worked on it. Titus did that shit on purpose. I don't know. I yeah. mean, the on, fact that they're turning it into a bit. They're doing it. In, you know, turning it into an angle now on Raw makes you kind of wonder. But that is the kind of thing that they do. It's you know, the, everybody saw it. Apparently, Vince was laughing his ass off like in gorilla position. Yeah. But I don't know. <clears throat> I bet Vince and Titus have if, the uh, if. If it was a work, I don't see how Titus did it so perfectly. Because, I mean, just a couple inches off, and he would have cracked his head on the bottom support beams of the ring. Um, I think Vince and Titus have a very strange relationship. Yeah. Like, you know, he suspended him. Not, uh, you just know, for grabbing him. To, yeah, you know, a couple to let, of years ago. Yeah. And now I'm sure he's him and Titus are best friends. And um, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we had that, the uh, Heroku Sumi, or whatever his name was. So we because they wanted Yokozuna, Yokozuna, so yeah, the best close thing. Were there any other surprise returns in that? Ray was in. Oh, uh, Ray Mysterio. Uh, we already knew Jericho was going to be in it, mm -hmm. uh, which Jericho's returning to NJPW. Allegedly, been, yeah, yeah. He's uh, this week. Is it? Yeah, I think he's going to be wrestling Naito for the Intercontinental IWGP title. Okay, that will that will actually surpass Kenny and. Um, Kenny and Jericho. I think that'll be a better match, which is crazy to say. Right. By the way, did you see what I had? How I, yeah, see yeah. The new I know, wall? I that. Yeah, I need to. Get, I need to get that shirt signed. I put my. I put my uh, Daniel Bryan Occupy Raw T-shirt in a shadow box. I need to get it signed. One day I will somehow. Well, SmackDown is coming here in June. Hopefully, he's got to do an autograph signing. <laughs> he really does. SmackDown will be here in June. So, um, we going? Yeah. Okay. I will finally get to see Nakamura live. Yay! Me too. No, I actually you saw him I at WrestleMania. Duh. Yeah, <laughs> um, I really like him as a heel. By yeah. The way. Um, any other surprise returns in the? There was uh, several NXT guys. I mean, you figured that was going to happen though, just because of you know it's fifty fucking people. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of anybody else that was just Hornswoggle. a big shock. Yeah, Hornswoggle. Uh, let's see, let's see. The whole Mike Canellas getting T Tucker Knight. He came from NXT. Ray Ray. 
Uh, Roderick, can, Roderick Strong was in it. Yeah. Roddy. He lit up Daniel Bryan's chest. Uh, oh, was he the one that did the smash yeah. on Daniel? That's awesome. Uh, Shane McMahon was in it and took a big bump through a table. Right? Yeah. Uh, Great Khali. Of course, they're going to have some something right. with Great Khali. But uh, it's like all the, all the surprise guests, they threw out immediately. I mean, I think the only one that wasn't a surprise or that was a surprise if they hadn't announced him. I don't remember if they did or not. Was Ray who actually did yeah, pretty I think well? It, but everyone knew he was coming in for yeah. it. Um, yeah, yeah. The NXT but, but I mean, guys, every, everybody else that was a surprise, like Kali, the sumo he was, guy, he was in thirty seconds. Hornswoggle. Uh, it was funny. Mike Canellis got thrown out in two and a half seconds. And everybody was like, that might be a record. That might be a record. And then, you know, finally on SmackDown or whatever, they did an interview with him. And they were like, no, don't worry about it. It wasn't a record. And then he cut this whole promo about how he was so great because he didn't break that record. And he was like, you know, I I didn't break the record, but Daniel Bryan did break the record for longest time in a match. And so basically neither one of us won. So we're pretty much the same. Uh, Braun Strowman broke the record of 12 people being eliminated. Yep. And Daniel Bryan broke the longevity record for lasting an hour and 16 minutes yeah. in that match. That's 76 incredible. minutes. That's incredible. Um, that's really it about Greatest Royal Rumble. Um, I haven't been able to watch any wrestling this week, but um, we got a bad... Infinity bat- War took a toll. Dude. <laughs> after, I've, I've thought about that movie uh, for two straight days after I saw it. That was all the. That was the only thing. I was like, this. That the ending was just fucked up, man. Yeah. Um. And you have to wonder, like, how come Black Black Widow would have made her, like a really good movie? She has a very could have a very interesting backstory. Why they haven't done that yet? That's. I don't well, they're. What are you talking about, Black Widow or Scarlet Witch? Black Widow. Okay, because yeah, there's. But they've announced that they're making a Black Widow. Oh, movie. really? Good. Good. And. Right now, the you know the talk originally is you know it's going to be a Black Widow movie. It may be like an origin story or whatever. I would, I would want an origin story, <laughs> but for her. then there was also talk that this could end up being just like an all female superhero movie with cool. like her as the main character. Her, Scarlet Witch, Captain Marvel, possibly. Who else? Uh, or Nebula. I mean, yeah, you could Gamora. possibly bring them in. You could bring in uh, what's her name from a uh, Black Panther, Okoye, or yep, yep. Um, so let's go on the backlash card. We've got Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Uh oh. Kevin, uh, Kevin Owens. I think Sami Zayn are about to take a beating. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. This is interesting because this is the first ever, or this is the first um, pay per view after the whole every pay per view announcement that every pay per view is going to be a joint pay per view. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that? Like, then what's the point of the? Uh, there, if they wanted to do that. Then, I think you get rid of a title, preferably preferably the universal title because it don't mean shit now. Right. And AJ Styles or whoever the champion is with the WWE World Heavyweight Championship is defends it on both brands. Right. That's how it. they originally did with the brand split. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's it's a cost cutting thing, you know, because if yeah. they cut back, you know, I mean, this is basically cutting back like. Seven or eight pay per views, which a is year. fine with me because that's. <laughs> but I mean, if you think about it, already this is the third pay per view this month. Yeah, and <laughs> um, in this in this pay per view, it, it the feels build, the build it, has been horrible. Yeah, it feels really weak because all the bi- all the build was for Greatest Royal Rumble. Yes, and then WrestleMania was only three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, you haven't had any kind of build for this, and, and it's not like a typical. Backlash, how it used to be, you know, 10 years ago or whatever, 10, 15 years ago, where it was pretty much like everybody getting their rematches from WrestleMania, so you didn't need a huge build. But Um, now they're just throwing matches together. Yeah, because you got like Daniel Bryan, Big Cass. Like, I get it, Big Cass has been attacking Daniel Bryan, but I would like to see Big Cass. The reason he attacked it was because Miz aligned himself with Big Cass. That would make a lot of sense to me. You know, and the Miz could be like, or uh, Big Cass could be like when Miz had Alex Riley, you know. Gotta admit, Cass looked pretty good in a suit, coming out in a suit. You know, come out and look, you know, just like just like I said, be like Alex Riley. Yeah. Come out and looking good with the Miz, be his muscle. And it helps the Miz out too. Gives him a way and, to cheat to have, win. Yeah, have Daniel Bryan have to go through Cass a couple times before he gets that match with Miz. Uh Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe. That that that'll be a good match. It'll be a good match. It's pointless why they're doing it since they switch shows. Yep. But Carmella and Charlotte Flair. 
I think Carmella is going to cheat to win, which I'm perfectly. I hope so. I'm perfectly fine with. They yeah. don't need it in the title. I, I really yet. think it'll be a you know Charlotte wins, but she doesn't win the title. Right. Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss. That's it. Should be good. Yeah, it should be all right. I mean, Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton. Welcome to 14 fucking years ago. Like, but I read something interesting about that. Uh, they have wrestled each other. They're like the only two wrestlers wrestlers that you know this guy could find that have wrestled each other for four different titles over the years. Interesting. Still don't give a shit about this match. Yeah. Because um, you know, everyone knows my thoughts on Randy Orton by now. I shouldn't have to explain. Like that. Did you did, have you always hated Randy Orton? I think so. I mean, even like There's, in Evolution and during that w- time, I I was more when Evolution was around. I was more intrigued by Batista, right? Because I thought I thought this is the future of the company. You know, I and then you tell me like, yeah, it's a, hilarious you say that. He's older than Triple H. Um, <laughs> But I was always more intrigued by Batista, and I really liked Triple H in that role. And I just, I never really, I just never really dug Randy Orton. And I think the problem with him, I have with him now, is he's just too safe in his matches. He doesn't take a chances. You know, right. um, he had to be talked into that big moves, uh, that big curb stomp RKO that Seth came up with yeah. in that WrestleMania a few years back. He had to be talked into that because it was just, you know, it broke the mold of his normal matches. Right. And and, and he, I don't know, he's just not, to me, he's not that great on the mic either. And there's just, I've never had any intrigue for him. I've always liked him, you know, wrestler-wise. I mean, he truly does seem like he is the closest one to, like, his persona, like, in real life compared yeah, to he's a wrestler. Dick. Like, he seems like just a total dick. Yeah, um, Fred's wife. Uh, was on a plane with him from San Louis to <laughs> lived, and he was he's a dick. And it, apparently, his wife, what she was like vaping on the plane while they were telling you can't vape or smoke on an airplane. And yeah, it just seems like seems like the type. But yeah, uh, he he just seems like a douche. <laughs> That's he's a creep, you know. Uh, Seth Rollins versus the Miz. That'll be a good match, but I think we know the outcome. Yeah. The now it would be interesting if Miz wins this match. Uh, that would break. He would tie Jericho's tie record Jericho. for yeah. IC, and that's the only wins. reason I see it happening. I, I think they can hold off on it. Miz is Miz still has a few years before he. But I mean, I, I can see it being they treat this kind of like the the Cena thing right now. They go ahead and get him this one where it ties it, and then he's going after that that record for a while. And then your World Heavyweight Champ WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Match AJ Styles for Shinsuke Nakamura in a no disqualification. No disqualification. Match. So I can see them putting the title on Nakamura here because you know they didn't do it at WrestleMania. That would have been the perfect time to do it. So let's just do it at Backlash now. But that means he can get a legal low blow in, right? Or it could be, you know, he goes for the low blow. AJ it sets AJ up to put him in a submission or something. So it's there's a good setup here for um, what they may want to do in this match. Yeah. So well, overall, the build is just. I don't really have much to talk about with this card because yeah. the build on it has just been, yeah, yeah. Because so, I mean, they haven't had hardly any time. I mean, right. The, everything was. If just it hadn't for, have been for the greatest Royal Rumble, it would have probably worked out because they had basically three weeks from WrestleMania to do this. But they had to build up for the Saudi Arabia show, and then a week later, you have this pay per view. And it's just not enough time to get anything done. So I put the call out to Twitter um, for some questions to ask us. You know, talk with the fans. Because why not? Yeah. Kevin Sloan at Kevin Sloan 13 asks, what are your feelings on the Backlash card and your thoughts on Kane running for mayor? Uh, we just discussed the Backlash card. I'm not too excited about it um, just because the build's been bad. But Kane running and winning. He's now the mayor on the other si- that other side of Tennessee – on Knox County. Now, is he? He's I read officially. He's. Not, he's uh, I read it today. He's officially. He officially won the mayor. He officially okay, won the votes. Because I had read that that won him like the to run to actually run for it against this woman oh, who's. I thought okay. I think that you know it was like the uh, I can't think of the term because politics. Uh yeah okay well if that's the case. Um, it's interesting that he's running, but like, he, I think he won the primary oh, that okay. gets him okay. to the actual election or whatever. Um, 
you know, he's Kane has always been a smart gentleman. Um, I, I hope if he does win the mayor of Knox County, he's very successful, even though I really don't care about that side of the state. <laughs> they're all a bunch of assholes. Well, Knoxville's not so bad. It's na- that Nashville area, man. There's some... Yeah, but that's a lot further that's, east than, than Nashville. Yeah, but I mean the pretentiousness. I mean, that, that's that's Dan's side of the state now, right? right. You know the pretentiousness of Nashvilleans <laughs> just gets to me. They're so much better than Memphis. Oh, they, they really think that. Yeah, I mean, we could go into that. Discussion. I mean, there's plenty that's of reasons that <laughs> that back that up. You but. know what pisses me <laughs> off is like to tie it into wrestling. Ring of Honor will run shows in Nashville, like Ring of Honor. And I'm trying to. Get, I'm, I'm telling them Minglewood Hall would be a great yeah. destination for you guys. DeSoto Civic Center would would sell out a Ring of Honor show. You know, Memphis is a far, far bigger wrestling city than Nashville will ever be. But they'll get but, a better crowd. But Memphis gets a lot of heat just for being a dangerous city. Yeah. Well, I, like I said, do it. Do it in the DeSoto Civic Center. Yeah. Do it south of Memphis. Do it in South Haven, uh, and and I think they would have a good turnout too. Oh, they absolutely would. Uh, and, like, I try to get Evolve. Evolve could come down to Minglewood Hall, which is in a good area of town, and I think they'd fill the place up. To s- I'd love to see Matt Riddle. I want you. <laughs> I really want you to see Matt Riddle wrestle live and get to meet the guy. Just so, bro. You know, he greets everyone. Bro. Um, our buddy Arnez at Arnez8706. After two losses to Brock, where does Roman go from here? And I'm gonna I'm gonna let you answer that. Right now, I don't know, because I mean they forever it was Roman Reigns is taking. I mean they they had this supposedly planned for almost a year. You know the plan at WrestleMania is for Reigns to to beat Lesnar and take the title, and Reigns is going to be the guy from now on. And it didn't happen. And then we're like, okay, they just wanted to swerve, throw a swerve because everybody knew that was going to happen. So. At the Greatest Royal Rumble, he's going to take it then. Didn't happen. And now there's a lot of talk that they're they're saying that, you know, range just isn't going to work. As, as much as we've tried, it's not working with him. And they may go with Braun Strowman. But so now where that puts Reigns, second, so IC, I don't know. IC title, maybe? Put him in a tag team? Dean Ambrose comes back and they go after the tag titles? They could. Yeah, because Dean's got to be close to be, to returning, right? Right. He has to be, so. But, I mean, I I would, it, I mean, I love Braun Strowman. I really think he deserves a title other I, than I'm a, not, I'm a not ready to see him less than 24-hour tag team champ. See. But I really think Reigns deserves this. And I, and I do, too. And the problem, I, this, I do have one problem with Braun winning the turn, the, um, Championship and uh, did you watch? Have you seen the Andre the Do- Giant documentary on yep. HBO? Oh, I just watched that recently. That that was awesome. Oh yeah, and he was never world champion. Nope. And I kind of after hearing them say like who would beat him, you know, and I was like, man, that's a great thought. And I kind of now that's in my head like, you know, who would beat Braun Strowman if Braun Strowman was the champion and the guy, you know? Well, I mean, Brock already has, but. You're assuming we're assuming that it, when Brock loses the title, he's, he's gone. gone. I agree. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Reigns could be that guy. I mean, I think Reigns has beat him before, right? Maybe when they had the feud, probably about a year ago. Probably. I'm pretty sure Reigns yeah, beat but, him. But you know, for him to become a world champion, you have to think like he's way better than he was than the times he faced. You know, Reigns or anyone that has beaten them before right. that. Um, but then that just depends on who's the champion at the time. They could true. do a transitional champion type thing. You that's know. true. That's true. Um, so I don't know, man. Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, next superstar shakeup, move him to SmackDown. He goes after a different world title. Yeah. I mean, that's a year away, though. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe. I don't know. I see him. If he's not going after the world title. I see him going either after maybe uh, doing a program for Rollins. I mean, if 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 Ambrose is coming back soon, Tag hopefully hopefully they'll do the whole Shield thing like they wanted to do before Ambrose got injured, and you know give give the Shield another good run. That'll take care of him through SummerSlam or maybe even Survivor Series, and then work around something that way. Uh, at 
Drew is okay. He's been on the show. Drew Wheeler. Uh, right. Drew Wheeler. The uh, I think he was like the psycho nacho butcher or something like that. <laughs> uh, really, Drew is a sweetheart. Good and, dude. And, Good and dude. A very nice guy. And uh, when I went to that show out in uh, the old SPW show, I went out there with Dan with. I I was nervous meeting all the guys because I you know they probably just looked at me like, you know, it's just this guy that talks about wrestling. <laughs> it's a mark. Um, Drew. Seriously, was one of the most was so approachable and was so nice to me. Thank you for that, Drew. At Drew is okay. Thoughts on Dan Matthews becoming 2018 Terry Funk and breaking his <laughs> retirement? <laughs> LOL. Just kidding. I love you, Dan. Um, I'm really happy Dan is wrestling more, yeah. wrestling again, and he's working with like Rick Morton. Yeah. Like not only is he come back to wrestling, he's working with a WWE Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, so that is awesome, and I'm happy for Dan. And he, he's had that itch for a while. I'm happy, and I. I miss Dan. I miss talking to Dan because, quite frankly, these shows would go longer just because Dan would talk. Yeah. And it, it stays on my voice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dan. Uh, but I'm really happy for my brother over there. Because um, ever since he left, I've had to talk more. Yeah. People have to get used to your voice. Yeah. Jeez. No, kidding. Um, no, really happy. Really happy that Dan's wrestling some more. And he, I saw a Facebook post that he said he's found he's getting bruises in places he didn't know he could get bruises yep. on. So that's making him feel good again. Uh, at... Nick Schifani, I hope I said that right, at, or I'm sorry, Nick Schifani at Nerd901Nick, I think they do a podcast, Nerd901, it's really good, and uh, here's a, he says, here's a silly one, what do you think of Nakamura's new music, I think they added lyrics to keep fans from chanting along with the song since he's a heel now, but maybe I'm thinking too much about it, ha ha, uh, completely agree. I think that's exactly what it was. Yeah, I, I don't, I, and I wouldn't pa- put past WWE to do something like that, so Nick, we're right there with you. But and I mean, you know, that's that's one thing that they have to do nowadays. Because I mean, you know, years ago, when somebody turned face heel, it didn't matter. Their music didn't really change. But today, the music has gotten so catchy. Yeah, it's really you know, for some wrestlers, that's all they have is their entrance. Bobby Roode. Right now, yeah, it's sad to say that. It's gonna be if they ever turn him heel. It's gonna be interesting to see how they do it. Yeah, they would have to change the music. I mean, he came out as a heel with that music, but that song got over so much he organically changed, you know, to a face, and I'm, they had to do that with Nakamura. I'm just wondering how long it's gonna be till they do some sort of program with him and Triple H, either against each other or Triple H taking him under his wing, because it's going to happen. Bobby Roode is just Triple H light, you know? <laughs> right? Uh, our buddy at TWA Warm Up Chris. We know that guy. The trivia guy that always screws us over. You know, he gives us the super kick of the trivia super kicks. He likes only in tag team matches. He's been pretty good to me during singles. Shut up. (laughs) Uh, Should ROH and New Japan pro wrestling merge? I think I like the relationship they have now to where they're just borrowing talent here and there. Right. Um, Because that means you're going to get, if they completely merge, I don't know which company, you know, does New Japan buy out Ring of Honor from Sinclair and then they're just exclusive. You're not. You know, you still have a lot of exposure in the states with Ring of Honor, and you can have New Japan New Japan talent come in because um, that opens the door also for like you. Have you heard about this All In show? In yeah. Chicago? Oh yeah. Have you seen some of the names for that? Oh yeah, it's huge. I, Okada need to talk to the wife and taking a trip to Chicago <laughs> with me, so we can. And you need to. Come it's it's too. a cool town. It, I like it, Chicago. Well, that and like I I think we should try to make an effort to go because. I think you would really want to see Okada wrestle. I live. really do want to see Okada wrestle, and it, this would be the perfect chance to see it. Um, Okada is going to be there, the Bullet Club, you know, all those guys, and it's self financed. They're bringing in some sponsors, yeah. but those guys are putting the money up themselves and trying to sell out a ten thousand space, uh, ten thousand person arena. I think they can do it. <coughs> Cody Rhodes right now on the Indies. This is the best. Or I'm sorry, Cody. Cody. This yep. is the best Cody Rhodes we've had. Ever in professional wrestling, yeah. his WWE runs were good. I'm loving what they're doing with him right now. You know, this whole they got themselves over and they keep themselves over. Like, you know, you wonder how much longer the Bullet Club can uh, last as far as popularity goes, and you think it's going down. Then all of a sudden, bam! Hot topic deal. Now the Bullet Club is even, you know, making even right. more money. I mean, it's just it's incredible. Um, how well they've gotten themselves over and how well they've kept themselves over, and you know they keep the Bullet Club fresh. You know, new members, new leaders are always coming and going. You know, we <laughs> it's not like NWO where right, everybody right. is in it. Um, you know, Finn Balor, AJ Styles, Kenny Omega, different leaders. 
the only you know a couple of people have been in it since the beginning. You got Tomatonga, Bad Luck Fale, um, uh, Takahashi. Right. Um, they've been in it for a long time, but there's a good bit of turnover too. And then the Young Bucks, of course, which you know I, I put this on Twitter and I got to eat some crow on this podcast. I said a long time ago. I saw this. I would never be a fan of the Young Bucks, and man, I get them now. And they they seeing them at Ring of Honor changed my opinion about it. Like, okay, I see what these guys are now. See, so. that, that's how I was with the Miz. You know, for years, I just I didn't like dislike the Miz or hate him or anything. I just didn't really care. Just didn't get it. But the past three years or so, I mean, he's top of the food chain to me. And Randy Orton still has never done that for me. <laughs> Give let's, it time. Let's see here. I think we got one more, and then we can get out of here. So, anyway, uh, should ROH and New Japan merge? No. I think they should keep their, their I, I, working relationship I, as they have. Don't change anything. The wheel is not broken, and it's working very well. If you could fix one thing about, and this next question comes from Chris Hollister as well, at TWA Warm Up Chris, part of the Trivial Warfare podcast. Go listen to them. Um, if you could fix one thing about Raw, SmackDown, NXT, what would it be? Raw, simple, two hours. Two hours, shorten it. Uh, SmackDown, change your riding crew. Cause okay. There, all sorts of love to him for what he did in the ring, but uh, oh, you didn't know <laughs> is not doing that brand any favors with what they're doing as far as writing goes. Anything you? I don't know. It's just. So what would you I, change I, on Raw and SmackDown? Well, I mean, Raw obviously drop it to other two than hours. two hours. You know the um. <laughs> Give Reigns the title. Okay. Damn it. That, that's... <laughs> or at least drop it off of Brock. I mean, yeah, I've, I've Brock... never really had a problem with Brock Lesnar throughout you know all the years. I, you know I, I, I know you have. Uh, I mean, he was. It was always. I would always look forward to Brock matches just because now, of his style. When did that stop? Uh, oh, during that the last couple years when everything just became German s- suplexes and not just suplexes, just German suplexes and F fives. Yeah. And that was basically it. And Camaros. Yeah. I mean, I loved it when Goldberg came out and just whipped his ass. I mean, I know a lot of people hated it because, you know, it lasted so short or whatever. But it was great seeing Brock Lesnar lose. Like, there's, it's it's been a long time since somebody has had a title that I have genuinely just wanted to see them lose. I mean, as a fan, typically, yeah. The whole point is, you know, if a heel has the title, you you're paying your money to watch him, you know, somebody finally come in and beat him. And the longer he keeps it, the more you're roped in because you still want to see that person get their ass kicked. I mean, it's like what Triple H said years ago when when he himself learned what the the whole point of being a heel was. But I mean, this is beyond just being a fan. This is I just I don't want Brock Lesnar having that title anymore because I, of I his special schedule and you know, he's he truly is getting special treatment because we've brought it up many times. You know, they used to have that rule that they would bring up all the time that if you're the champion, you have to defend that title within 30 days or you're stripped of it. But right. he can go two or three months without even showing up and right. keeps it. So that's the one thing I would definitely change on Raw. SmackDown. SmackDown. I really don't I, know. Is my answer <laughs> other than changing it. There was a time there, like when they first did the brand split. SmackDown was kicking Raw's ass oh, every yeah. week. And, yeah. then, and then Road Dog took over, and that's kind of when the quality of the show Like, I, I don't really, I can't pinpoint what's really wrong with it. I mean, I don't necessarily have a problem with SmackDown or anything, but it's it has slipped back down to, to the B show, yep. you know? It's the writing. It's what it is. Yeah. It's what it is. Now, there are, there are some bright spots. Heel Nakamura is awesome yeah. on SmackDown. I like, I like Carmella. Oh, as, I've liked Carmella for a while. Yeah, I she's a told great you, I wanted her to win the. I wanted her to show up at WrestleMania and cash in. That would have been so much better to end that match that way instead of just Flair killing the streak. Right. Um, what, but I think he. I think he questioned NXT too. Yes, what NXT. Would we change? I really can't think of anything. Um, you know, they tour well. They do like whenever they do a tour, they do it through. I think it's like you know they do three towns. Um, so that gives the excitement about the brand up. Uh, I don't know. Bring the show to Memphis more. <laughs> That's what I was, that was going to be a cop out <laughs> answer. But I mean, I think 
I've, I don't get to watch it that often, but I mean, I've, I never miss a takeover. I mean, I, I'm right. guaranteed to watch all those. Let me, let me ask you this about NXT. If they put it on a network, would you watch it more then? Like you could put it on your DVR? If you could record it to your DVR? For me, no, because I don't even have a DVR anymore. Oh. I don't have cable. I mean, technically I do through PlayStation View. That's okay. kind of how it okay. works. Okay. But, no, I mean, it's no different than than flipping on the... The network. Yeah. Okay. Just wondering if it was... Yeah. You know, some people, if it was on a, tab- a cable network, they may actually watch it more. I mean, I, 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 I love NXT. Like, anytime I watch it, whether, whether it's just an actual weekly show or a takeover event, I absolutely love it. Yeah. But it's just... I think it's just fallen by the wayside because, you know, Raw, SmackDown, you know, no longer this is going to happen, but, you know, multiple pay-per-views a month. You know, I also try to keep up with Impact. I mean, I think it just, I've had to choose one to to kind of drop because there's so much other wrestling that, you know, I try to keep up with. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, Saturday Night Main Event, what if they did that on NBC or USA with NXT. I think that would be good. Yeah, that would be. be one thing I'd do. Maybe, you know, get NXT on USA a little bit more. Just so a lot of people, you know, that go to WWE events may not have the network, which is shocking to me. Right. Because um, it's free every fucking month. Right. Um, so I think getting that kind of exposure to where it's on USA, you know, maybe. Uh, once a month, except on months when they have a takeover. So then the takeover is more special. But right. even then, or even better, do your do uh, one takeover a year on USA. Maybe maybe the weekend of WrestleMania. Right, you're, that would be huge. But you also want to get da- people to download <coughs> the, or connect to the network. Right. But, but that would be something else. But you get a couple of network specials on. I think that would be a good fix for NXT is get more net, uh, get more USA specials out of NXT. Because they've done it once before. They've done an NXT show on the USA network. So you got – NBC has other stations. You know, it has sci-fi or, you know, they're not going to put on like Channel 5 or anything like right, that. Right, right. Um, I, I think – I mean, I, I understand that it's they still kind of consider that their their developmental right, right. area, so they want to keep it you know localized and film you know always in the same spot. But I I think if they if they traveled more and did you know more televised shows from other cities, I yeah, think that would that would be good. I think that would Instead help them out a little bit. Before a year, they do right. Yeah, that that I like that idea the most, Mike. Um, thank you everyone for our questions. Those were. A lot of fun discussions. Um, we like to end every episode. We like to do Superstar of the Week. So, Mike, I'm going to ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? I'll go the easy one with Braun Strowman for winning the greatest Royal yeah. Rumble. All right. I mean, um, they make it sound like it's a huge achievement. You know, he beat 49 other superstars. Well, technically he didn't because he didn't come in until like 39 or 41 <laughs> or something. So, he didn't beat half of those people, but... Okay. Still, he's he's going to be in the record books now of being the first winner of you know a fifty man rumble. Um, I'm going to go with Roderick Strong for making Brant, Daniel Bryan's chest look like <laughs> a Buccaneers red jersey. <laughs> I think uh, I think Corey Graves said it best. He kept saying he made his chest look like hamburger meat. Oh, that's, <laughs> I saw his chest and I'm like, is that like one dude that did that or did like several? And then so it was just mainly Roderick. Mainly Roderick. Oh wow, but, that's awesome. I mean there was obviously other other pops he took too, but yeah. Folks, we are going to get out of here. The easiest way to get to this podcast is to subscribe on iTunes. And while you're there, leave a five-star review. Visit the website, oversellpod.com, and check out the Amazon link. While you're there, there's no extra fees or hidden fees or anything like that. It's just you shopping on Amazon like you already are going to do. You can also follow us on Twitter. We are at oversellpodcast, facebook.com slash oversell podcast. You can follow me. I am at Derek, D-E-R-I-C-K-O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L. At WolfMike23. Also, I think I... No, no more also. We're getting out of here. That's it. That You've been listening to the Oversell Podcast.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.